When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking real money. Brother, can you spare a dime? Well, it's June. It's June, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, you know what was supposed to happen on June 1st? You know. It was the end. The world was going to end financially. And so as soon as we get done with the show here, I'm heading out to the to the nearest neighborhood breadline. little thin, watery soup and a... Loaf of moldy, crusty bread, hard, but it's worth it's worth it because it's all we have in this destroyed economy that happened because, well, of course, the debt ceiling, you know about the debt ceiling, it was going to ruin our economy and, and look what happened. It didn't. <laughs> it didn't. Hi, I'm Don. That's Tom. Guess what this show is? Talking Real Money, where we do what? Talk Real Money with you. And you can call us right now to talk about the horrible depression we find ourselves in after the debt ceiling at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Tom, uh, we hate to say we told you so, but... We told you so? Okay, I was waiting for oh, that. Oh, yeah. That <laughs> just slapped me around a little right. bit. Um, you know, that's going to take a little yeah. editing, a little post-production. I'm going to tighten that gap up. <laughs> I wish you would. I wish you tighten all the gaps. <laughs> tighten the gaps. Tighten everything up. I've got new yeah, software I, actually, so I can do that. I got it'll work. Yeah, it's really cool. All right, my arms look—they look—they look fierce. Dude, it's audio software. Ah, okay, it doesn't work as well. Um, you know, I just get the sense. I hope I can say this that we got sandbagged by the president. Oh, 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 oh! That is, is that, such is a terrible okay? reference. That's oh. yeah, it's, it's, you and know, you know it's going to go right all, over tripping all but over ourselves that, that, to make that, a better line. Seventy percent of people who don't watch any or read any news is going like, what did he talk? sandbagging? Oh, yeah, well, you go type it in. All right, so what's going on here? Yes, we were facing a meltdown of An tremendous apocalypse. proportions. It as you said, the people that were saying the economy, the world, were going to come to an end if we didn't. Uh, get this dealt with. I think we're a bit overstating it, but okay. Let's just look at see what's happened, right? We have a basically a, a two year deal where we don't have to do this again for two years, which is correct for us okay. old people. That's pretty much like tomorrow. <laughs> that's that's what, or, or I was going to say that's pretty much it. Yeah, uh, I don't have to worry that much. Yeah, that's true. It'll be years. our last debt ceiling debate. The next <laughs> exactly. one. That's it. <laughs> they won't have to then worry so to, much. Then it's off Number... to our children to worry about. You guys take over. <laughs> exactly. Kids and grandkids can figure it out. So, but after all of that pressure was relieved, I guess is how you'd have to put it. Um, certainly, people trading stocks were happy, right? The S and P five hundred up one point eight percent for the week, the holiday shortened week. Wow! Uh, I want to do that on an annualized like basis. What's that on an annualized <laughs> you, basis? Uh, times fifty is pretty good. Uh, 
non-payroll, non-farm payrolls, right? This is the number that everybody watches. Up 339,000 in May. That was uh, way more than the 190,000 expected. You know, we don't go through this. But here's one maybe that you'll like, you'll like Don. Mm-hmm. The VIX. I know you follow the VIX very well, carefully. Well, only when I have a when I have a chest some chest congestion. Uh, you, you look know. good though. You yeah. took two VIX and you're back no, on no, the no, show. No, no, no. The stuff you rub you. on your chest. Oh gosh, ah, I hate that the, stuff. Yes. Yeah. The VIX. <laughs> That's the VIX. I was looking the at the VIX. VIX is Wall Street's fear index closed Friday at fourteen point six. That's the lowest since February of 2020. Now we all remember February of 2020, don't we? Yeah, because that's when. The pandemic basically oh, started. Yeah, retire me. We, we caused it. It was yeah. it started at yeah. retire me. <laughs> we can put the blame on it. So, what do we take away from all this? Well, it's it's not that we're smarter than anybody. It's not that we can see the future. What Shh, we can tell you don't is tell people we're not smarter. Shh. That we've seen this story play out of several times. We've seen people mm-hmm. react to things. Several times. And what we've told you is stay calm so that you can invest and retire strong. Keep calm. Keep calm. You know, I'm never going to get that right. I'm just giving it up, man. He's got the shirt on. My shirt, too. You think I would know? Oh, some lady yesterday said, I'm going to do that. I said, you like the show? She goes, what show? Okay, whatever. (laughs) Doesn't really matter. (laughs) The logo's small. Um, So, uh, how did you survive the big debt ceiling thing? We're going to talk with you and more stuff in a minute after this thing. Tom and Don are talking real money. (laughs) Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. We're professionals. Don't try this at home. Don't don't try to do a radio show like this at home. Don't even. You, you think I'd help you? You, you think it looks? You think it looks easy? No, it's not easy. It's it's hard. It's hard. This is a real job. Mm. This is a tough job. I'm Don McDonald. Tom Cox over there wearing his talking real money. Keep calm and retire strong T-shirt. Beautiful. Covering up all the Still rest fits. of that. <laughs> Still magnificent, fits, uh, and uh, <laughs> a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you're out there, and I hope that if you have a problem with money, if you're uh, trying to invest for your future better, uh, if you're uh, having a tough time saving, you're trying to figure out what you're doing wrong, discover maybe what might be right. Give us a call at eight five five nine three five talk T A L K eight two five five. You set me up today too. I, I took what did like I four set you up this for? Morning. You got on the podcast. You said, Tom's just looking for people to talk to Saturday morning. So I had yeah. like four calls today. They were, they were fun. I enjoyed them all. Just well, then what are you complaining about? I don't know. I just thought I'd complain. <laughs> Nobody, I, you, you can't, I can't complain down, and most of the people are down. You can only complain up. So you're the only guy I got that's kind of okay. I can complain to. Well, I'm glad you, glad you got it off your chest. Now let's move on. <laughs> uh, okay. We're talking about the fact that there, there was a lot of consternation over the past few months about the fact that the government was reaching its maximum borrowing capacity, couldn't borrow any more money, 
basically from itself to pay the bills going forward. And it was a big political wrangle. And uh, there was a great deal of concern because of a lot of um, press. Uh, What's a good word for it? It was was incendiary. It was. And that's what happens. The the media gets very incendiary because it's it's a great story. They they like to be evocative. And uh, this whole thing was the concern was well what's going to happen when the the debt ceiling is reached what's going to happen to my investment should i get out a lot of people did by the way a lot of people got out and and i don't know when you got back in maybe that was what caused all the stocks to go up yesterday or went last week but (laughs) yeah i mean you missed if you missed yesterday yeah you man i mean the the small cap index russell two up three and a half percent one in one day one one day wow I mean, you missed, you know, we talked about the S&P up almost two for the week. It's shocking. You don't do that. You don't time your way out. You don't try to see what's ahead because you don't know. Well, here's what would happen. Like after a day like yesterday, a lot of people who got out before would look at, they they would see yesterday happening and they were looking at the numbers as they are, they have been rising throughout the day and they're going to go, that's ah, all right. It's going to calm back down. I'm going to wait until it goes back down to get in. But what if... It doesn't go back down. Yeah. Then what? Nobody knows. Yeah. Well, it's fascinating. The, and fascinating. the reality, and, though, is that it doesn't tend to go back down. It tends to go up more. You're fighting the, the current. Yeah. And it because the negative sells to all of us more than the positive, right? But, yes, you're correct. On a day-to-day basis, stocks go up about 51% of the time, down about 49 Month to month, it's 75% of months are up, 25% are down. So a substantial week. Uh, the debt ceiling resolved, the Roy family giving the boot off television. It's big. A lot happened in one week. Most, you know, a lot of people are going, who are the Roy family? Uh, yeah, I was astounded how, actually, how, few people, how few people actually watch. It's like... Five million or something, right? Which Not is a big many. number in streaming television, but when you but it's when yeah. you're looking at 350 million people in the country, it's not a large percentage. But I apologize for the reference. But a lot of people do care about money, and how is it? How do you? There is a way that you can put all this worry behind you that you can stop playing these stupid financial and psychological games with yourself by the way you're not playing them really with anybody but yourself because the rest of the market in aggregate isn't playing along yes there are other gamblers out there who might play with you but if you want to Forget about all of this stupidity that happens day to day and just get on with other parts of your life. There is a better way to invest. And that is, oh, you're asking me. Um, I that thought is, you might know. I hope there's going to be a lot of editing on this. Uh, that, <laughs> <laughs> number one, number one. All, all my bad parts from I'll time take to out. time. We've made, as usual, we've mentioned this from time to time. Yeah. That your investments are about you, not about the debt ceiling, the Roy family, the presidential election, whatever crisis comes up. Number mm-hmm. two, uh, your asset allocation, your stock to bond ratio, all that stuff that we don't like to really dive too deep into, what we will, um, really doesn't change based on what's going on in the world because a lot of things are going on in the world. Some good, some bad. It, it it that always is the case, and then they're also around how soon until you're going to start spending your money, mm-hmm. and how much volatility you're willing to accept. I talked to a 
gentleman today that it turned out that his IRAs are entirely in stocks and his risk quiz score was 55. I'm like, well, and he's going to use the money in a few years. Like that, you need to have some bonds in there to sort of uh, cushion things. And by the way, just look that number up, intermediate term bonds up 2.5% year to date. So they have been giving you a bit of cushion while the world has been bouncing around. So, yeah, this, this is the part that we all forget because we think not unlike – I don't even want to bring the Roys up again. But we think the world's all about you know, us. Why not right? like Ted Lasso or something? You <laughs> okay, know, we Ted, lost Ted better. too. I mean, I, come on. <laughs> that's it for Ted? It's over? I, I don't know. That. They really haven't said, but Ted went home. Oh, so. oh God, did he spoiler. Win the F, did, he, did he win the FA Cup and the Premier uh, League I, and okay, the okay. Euro Spo- League Ted, and all that? If you haven't finished watching Ted Lasso, spoiler, plug your ears, plug your ears. They, they came in second. In the but Premier League. That's so British. This is, you only get first or, anyway, okay. Um, the point is, you but shouldn't be you managing get your moved money up, for you. You get moved up to championship at, at second place. Oh, they were in the championship. They got moved up to the Premier League. Well, they although they went from Premier, championship to Premier, and then they went from Premier to, what's the? There is no. Yeah, other, there was some no, other not, thing. that. Oh, uh, you could be in the Champions League. That's that the one. That is the top. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay, it. so they're playing, next season, they're playing in the Champions League against the toughest Barca teams. and PSG and all yeah. the rest of them, Bayern, et cetera. Uh, okay, but the point is, again, the takeaway here is your portfolio is designed for those things. It's not designed for current events. That's what I'm trying to get to. Does that make and sense? And we got there. And that's and and if you, if you did the kinds of things we they're just this is so ridiculously simple. If it wasn't for our stupid brains, which are a good thing and a bad thing, it's like everything in life is a blessing or a curse. Our brains are like a blessing and a curse. They allow that's us true. to do all this cool, smart stuff, but they also make us do stupid things. If we just built the right portfolios, and then rebalance them regularly we'd be fine oh and controlled our emotions that it turns out by the way we just read the latest vanguard study yeah and a good advisor builds the right portfolio rebalances all that stuff but the 200 points the two percent a year they say an advisor makes you on top of the rest of it comes from helping you avoid those emotional decisions which Face us all from time to time, Don. Did, did Vanguard do a new one, a new Advisor Alpha study? This is the most recent one. So. Wow, I have to go look that one up. 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. We're here to help you deal with money better than you did before. Tom and Don are talking real money. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Um, actually, the Vanguard Advisor Alpha study says that uh, having an advisor can increase your return by 3%. Yeah, I was saying just the emotional part. Oh, just is the emotional the is the two, and the then all the other of it, things. The rest of it, the portfolio construction, mm-hmm. rebalancing, tax loss, all that stuff, then the mechanics, yes. The part that you don't think you need an advisor for, turns out you need one a lot. It's an interesting pitch, study because it, it actually shows that if you get a good advisor, you can pay them. A lot of money, if they're good at what they do, if they do it the right way, if they're academically based, that you can make more, yep. far more money than you're paying them and far more than if you just did it yourself. That's what this study says. You don't have to pay them as much as the guy we saw yesterday, 1.7 either. Oh, yeah. Edel- outrageous. That was Edelman. Yeah. 
Oh, 1.7. You run around fees. the country, tell people low cost, low cost, and you're charging basically two yeah. when you add the fund expense to it. That's too much. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. Give us a call here on Talking Real Money, just like Sharon did. Hi, Sharon. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi. So Hi. happy to talk to you guys. Us too. Um, I have a question. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I have a question. I have a Vanguard account. Uh, it's managed by them. Um, it's a traditional IRA with about seventy-eight thousand, and a Roth IRA with about one hundred and twenty thousand. I'm fifty-eight years old, self-employed. I'm just wondering if what they have me invested in is good. Good. For, Let's hear it for me. I'm a. Okay, Give us a couple so of funds. In the Yes. In the traditional IRA, I have the BND, the mm-hmm. BNDX, the VTI. Those are all the ETF categories. Yep. Um, okay. We have VF, VFIDX and VFSUX. Those are mutual funds. <laughs> and the Roth IRA um, has VTI and VXUS. Just those two. What do you? Think? Just those two. Yes, yeah, just those two. All right. Now we don't really know the allocations, but yeah. So I mean, was one because we know VTI that's the total stock, um, and we know yeah, BND that has- that's the total bond. Yeah, and V and VFSUX yeah. is the short term. Yeah, and I didn't Our hear sh- small in there. Did what? V. I don't see any small. They didn't. I uh, no. There's no small. They did not tilt to small because yeah. bear in mind Vanguard does not agree does not necessarily follow the same the, the same academic research we do. Vanguard is more the own the market and uh, don't overweight anything, whereas we believe overweighting makes a little sense. So you've got lots and lots and lots and lots of bonds in your right. regular IRA. Everything except VTI is all bonds. And then you basically, okay. <laughs> this is really funny, that you have VTI and VXUS oh. when they could just put you in VT and give you Doesn't the exact same effect yeah. unless yeah. they're unless they're allocating differently, unless they're like going, well, we're going to overweight international or underweight international. I, I, but stepping back, I mean, these are index funds. These are low cost. These are wide diversification. And as Don correctly points out, the asset allocation in the IRAs where you're holding the bonds, that makes sense. So in a general sense, yeah, I'd say this is a pretty good portfolio. Well, we would prefer to see small and a little more value, but okay, that's a that's a nit that we could argue with them about. Right. Everything is nitpicking. Uh, I mean, for example, the VTI and VXUS. Why not make life easier and just put you in VT? Yeah. I, it just doesn't make sense. And the VTI in the in the uh, the regular IRA, again, if you're going to have VTI there, just do VT there. And the hmm. the okay. the proliferation of bond funds, you've got a heavy tilt to short term bonds, which is great from a stability standpoint. No beefing about that. Um, and the fact that somebody's managing it for you makes it a little easier. But I would suggest only one minor. Ch- I mean, the, those two minor changes. Just say, just go to VT, dude. Or, uh, ma'am. And the, the other one is ask them to put just a little tiny, teeny, teeny bit of small cap value in there. Just a tiny bit. 
just to boost returns a little bit on the upside. 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. We're talking real money. Now, something we've figured out over the years, just being here doing this show for, I don't know, how many years have we been on uh, Northwest News Radio? Station formerly known as... It's 10. 10 years on this this, really? this particular airwaves. Wow, that's a long time. Uh, one thing we've learned over that time is that the uh, the first hour is the always the slower hour for callers. It's like people sort of wonder in, they go, oh, they really are, really? They're going to answer my question? Really? They're going to help me out? Oh, well, I'll call them. And then you do it the next hour, and then we get to the end of the hour, and people are going, well, I couldn't get in. 855-935-TALK is the number, 855-935-8255, and we would love to help you with money issues of call any kind. You, call now. Call, call now. Call now or in a few minutes. Okay. Um, okay. Something... Interesting is is happening in the market, and this happens all the time, but it's it's worth pointing out. For many years, the Chinese market has been touted as the place to be. I mean, the Chinese economy has been cranking out growth at unheard of numbers in the history of capitalism slash communism. Uh they they've been doing when they're they've been all, I mean, many years double digit growth rates of GDP. So a lot of people want to be in the Chinese stock market, but lately the Chinese economy has been faltering and stock prices have been falling. Yeah, it's been kind of dramatic actually. Um, China is a place that we are invested. We think you should be invested. Um, as yeah, but how a, much? A small amount as part of an emerging markets portfolio, which would include other developing countries, uh, Brazil, for example, India. Uh, yeah, people have been selling shares. Uh, demand, as you said, is down. Weak corporate earnings. And I just looked up the number. It's like $2 billion that uh, left again last week. I don't think that's a whole lot of money, but it when you look at things, it, it's substantial. Profits at firms are down for the first four months of the year. And you mentioned that uh, back the last decade, growth has been very, very big. So what do you do with that information? Frankly, nothing. Um, and, and so so I was then, just a total waste of time. Yeah, I'm sorry. I've got to be honest with you. There. But the reason that I'm interested in this story, and I hope you are, is their neighbor, Japan which has been getting a ton of attention, including from the Warren Buffett guy who recently said, yeah, I'm piling money into Japan. So I went back and looked at the numbers. Do you know the Nikkei, which is, uh, <laughs> has been among the best performing markets this year, 18% gain in the Nikkei 225 index? Do you know the Nikkei is trading still below where it was in 1990, which I believe is 33 years ago. Ooh. Does that sound like a great investment? There's a moral in there. <laughs> I can, I mean, I, wait a minute. Really? I can really? tell you what the moral is. And, and I, I hope, hope everybody get to it. Yeah. I hope everybody can, can kind of feel it coming. Um, what if you lived in Japan and you believed so much in your country's economy 
that you only invested in Japan. You didn't invest globally. Oh, you didn't globally diversify. Uh, oh, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of Japanese did. 30 years, you wouldn't have made one penny, not one cent. A lot of people do that in this country. It's still about 80-something percent of the money here is invested but here. But the, what the point is, could our economy is, stall yeah, sure. like the Japanese economy yeah. did and others others take up the slack? Do you want to be invested in just one economy? Couldn't agree with you more. Um, the long-term growth rate has been somewhere around 1%, I think I read, for a lot of those last... Uh, the, the reasons this year that things are looking better is depreciation of the yen, right? Because the U.S. dollar has been... And, and I love this other one. <laughs> the other reason, Japanese stocks now offer good relative value. Well, What does that mean? It, I mean, because they haven't gone up like the, the other ones, right? I it mean, means you know, apparently really? they've I mean, now proved they can't go any lower. <laughs> I get they're cheap compared to U.S. stocks, yeah. really, because U.S. markets had a pretty good 30-year run. Um, so Japan, like China, yes, should be in your portfolio. Japan, uh, they're, uh, the market cap there, I think, is still like 6 or 7% of the global market cap. It's still huge, way bigger than China's. China's economy is bigger. Their stock market much Yeah, that's smaller. that's something that, that I think people have a hard time understanding. Their economy is ginormous, but it's you, you, because so much of it is either government-owned or government-controlled, you can't do much. You can't invest much in it. As a matter of fact, the Emerging Markets Index, which is only a small part of, part of the global market, 31% of that is China. That's, that's all. 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. The path to a better financial future, to having some of the things you want, to being comfortable in retirement, to enjoying your life is not as complicated as most people in this world would like you to think it is which is why we are here for you every Saturday uh, trying to make money a lot easier to deal with, to invest particularly, because that's really where most most of the big abuses take place in the investment industry. They they really do. Most of the bad advice. You, you, you don't had a get, name for it yesterday on the podcast. It was bad. I don't, for, I don't remember it now because I, I was I driving around. But, but wow. I'm telling you, it's really where the worst stuff happens. Yeah, people get ripped off buying a car and things like that. But the scale of the bad stuff, and it's not just being ripped off. It's just terrible advice. And the cost of all of it is astronomical. It, it runs into the many, many, many billions of dollars a year. Many billions. They did an estimate a few years ago, remember, I think when uh, uh, Barack Obama was president of the United States, looking at non the cost of non-fiduciary advice. It was in the billions. It was significant. So, yeah. yeah. 855-935-TALK. That is the phone number you need to dial to get advice that is in your best interests, not ours, yours. 855-935-8255. And, Mike, you're up. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hey guys. Hey. So, uh, question. I, I, uh, I, I probably did some advice against you. Well, did, did some things against you guys' advice a couple of years ago. I paid off my house. I had about a hundred thousand left, took some money out of the stock market. And then I still got some cash left over. I'm getting close to 60. I'll probably work another, whatever, five years, I suppose. I'm wondering if I should, uh, 
buy into some bonds and get about half my portfolio or 40% of my portfolio into bonds or look into some kind of an annuity stream. I've been kind of reading a little bit about, I forget the guy's name, Wade Fowl or Fu, or I forget how you say it. Yes, Wade Fowl. Wade Fowl of the New York Life School of Business, literally. Literally. He's funded by New York Life. I wonder where his bias might lie. I don't know. I wonder. Yeah. (laughs) No, okay, but... Yeah, I don't wait, know you, look, look you paid off your house? Or, or... We told did, you not to pay off your house? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Can you put it back in? Can you put the money? No, what was the interest rate on the house, by the way, that you paid off? Yeah. About 3%. Cheap money. I'm going to start yep. getting mad All here right. in a minute. All right, here's what you're doing. Here's what you're doing, Mike. But Before Tom gets into a big you know, d- dissertation, here's what you're doing. You're doing this hodgepodgey, let me just kind of buy what I read about thing. The most dangerous thing you can do these days, I think, is read about how to invest. Because you're going to get 99% of the advice is worthless at best. At best. Self-interested. Dangerous, at least. Uh, Because what you have to start, you're starting in the wrong spot. You should have stepped way, way back. But this is, that's hindsight, 2020. But you, you need to step way, way back and go, What's my plan? You don't just buy stuff. You got to have a plan. Now, Tom, do you know, you can, yeah, yeah. Do you know for example, you said work another five years. Okay, great. Do you know what uh, amount of income you need today and you would need into the future? Obviously, it's less because you don't have a house. No, maybe that. not. That's maybe great. not. That's maybe not. That's a yep. that's a number I would I would work first. I would work backwards. I'd say okay, I'm I'm going to draw the line at the sand at sixty five. Not working after sixty five. Great. And uh, year sixty six of my life, I need fill in the blank income. Then I would try to figure out where that income is going to come from, whether it's Social Security, pension, whatever it is. And then the rest of my investments need to make that difference up between the income I need and the fixed pieces I have, as I mentioned. Social Security or pension, etc. Then you could say, okay. "Oh, I, you know, I don't have any bonds. I don't. I need that. What part of my portfolio needs to be filled in that will provide that growth with the stability that I want?" That's Don's actually absolutely well, correct. Yeah, got to start in the right spot. That, that yeah, that makes sense. That always, you know, I, I got to develop a budget, kind of figure out what the heck. That's always a tough thing: is how much are you going to need to live and enjoy and travel? And it's you a guess. Out that it's hard. It's, yeah. it's like anyone's any corporation's budget. When they make a budget, it's a projection. It's a guess, and then mm-hmm. they they try to work within those parameters with a little wiggle room. That's why you have contingency plans. Uh, but you need to start at that point and then work your way forward. We, t- we in this country and everywhere tend to flip that 180 degrees and start yep. from the, well, what should I buy? And then, oh boy, do I sure hope it works for me. Mm, makes sense. For the, for the fixed investments, are you guys kind of more on the, you know, pull, you know, m- more stock, pull out 4%? Yes. More bond laddering or obviously I don't think you're annuities kind of guy. Well, no, no, no. Annuities are only appropriate. And we're going to talk more about those in the next hour. But annuities are appropriate, but only in some very, 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 very special circumstances. We are very big proponents of a properly balanced portfolio and then taking income from that properly balanced portfolio uh, in, in the right way. You take it from the right assets first. 
total return strategy, you look at this on a regular basis, you're selling things that have gone up, buying things that got down, creating the cash that way, rather than creating an income type of portfolio that's paying you, the total return strategy has worked better for the long haul. Mike, I hope that helps. Thank you for your call. We've got we've got time to go to one yeah, more. Yeah, we can get Is Donna. And Donna, welcome okay. to Talking Real Money. Hi, Donna. Hey, Tommy. I love your show. Uh, I've been uh, waiting for uh, the uh, TD Ameritrade uh, Schwab merger to happen, and then I was going to take all my hodgepodge stuff and consolidate it. And I'm thinking of doing just two ETFs, that being AVGE at 75%, and the remaining 25% would be BND. I think that's pretty doggone smart. Does it fit your risk tolerance? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty uh, risk tolerant, so I think I could handle that. Good. Yeah. I then, then AVGE is Avantis' total global equity. That's all stocks. Tilt to small and to value. And BND, of course, is Vanguard's total bond. So now you're 75% in a globally diversified portfolio of stocks, 25% in bonds. I love it. That's low cost. It's simple. You yeah. can rebalance it if you need to pretty easily. So I'd say go for it. Yeah, because I was thinking VT, but then AVGE does give me the small cap exposure. So I figure why not just limit it to two, the two funds? All right. You're smarter than we are. Good job. That's easy. Easy. Good job. We appreciate you. Thanks so much, Donna. I did find that. I did find that report that you were talking about. Which one? The February 2015, the effects of conflicted investment advice on retirement savings report. Yeah, right. It was. I forget the number. Seventeen billion dollars a year is lost to conflicted advice. Yeah, just conflicted advice, not outright fraud. Just yeah, we didn't act in your best interest. Yeah. Turns out, you add that up a couple of years, you're talking real money. Real money, yeah. yeah. And that uh, and, and that was early for the out cue. So apparently, uh, we have to talk for another minute. I'm, I'm working yeah. ahead. Yeah. You know me. I always like it's, working ahead. You know that's why we try to get into the break is by you know saying you know and we're going to hang out here you know talking real money or something to that effect. Eight five five nine three five talk. That's our phone number. We'll we will be back in just a moment. Talking real money. Tom and Don are talking real money. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. All right. Well, Tom, Tom's over there sending semaphoric signals to his daughter through the window. We can do this once again next next Saturday. Go to TalkingRealMoney.com and click on Meet an Advisor and then write a note. I want to meet with Tom on Saturday morning and what? we're going to swamp him again. We're just going to. No, we're, we're, hey, yes. Hey, no. What? Oh, shh. I heard shh. something. What? What? I what, heard something about hear? me over there. I was what trying to talk to my oh, daughter. Sorry, no, I, something about no, me. we weren't talking okay. about you at all. We just were suggesting right. people go to talkingrealmoney.com to meet with an advisor. They just click on that meet with an advisor button and they can set it up anytime they want. Is that okay with you? Just go to talkingrealmoney.com and click on meet an advisor. Meet an advisor. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial product or securities. Instead, the program 
program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That should keep the lawyers happy.